welcome to here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will try to be nice to movies, but may end up slicing and dicing them. Each and every month there's a thing, and as it's September, I'm doing Not So Super September, which is my look at mediocre superhero movies. So tonight I'm covering The Rocketeer from 1991, Disney's misfiring superhero movie, and I know nothing of this thing, only it's about a jetpack, and this was Tim V. Dalton's post-Bond movie. Also, this had a very shitty NES and SNES game. Other than that, I know nothing. So, strap on that jetpack, and hold on tight, it's the Rocketeer. With its $35 million budget, this thing pulled in $46 million, starring Billy Campbell, Jennifer Conway, Alan Arkin, Timothy Dalton, Paul Servino, and Terry O'Quinn. Directed by Joe Johnston. The plot. It's 1938. A young pilot finds an experimental jetpack. So he uses it to fight crime in Hollywood. Somehow he gets mixed up in a Nazi spy caper as his girlfriend is kidnapped, so he flies off to save her. What is happening? Find out here. So this thing opens up. On a young pilot, Cliff, played by Billy Campbell. He's about to test fly an experimental small single person plane. He's told to keep it above 100 miles per hour and fly straight by his friend PV, played by Alan Arkin. And note the plane was a GB racer, which was nicknamed the Widowmaker, as it was really difficult to control and impossible to land. Also, Billy Campbell was afraid of flying, so did none of the flying, and the Rocketeer stuff was a toy model. So, well, that one, folks, I mean... Anyway, up he goes, and no sooner as he leaves the ground, is he in trouble while showing off? And why the hell am I getting flashbacks to that shitty NES game? Because that's all you fucking did in that shit again was race a stupid shitty plane. Anyway, on the ground... There's a shootout between the feds and gangsters, as you do, I mean, this is 1930, I suppose so. Hmm. Somehow, during the shootout, the small plane is shot at, which causes an oil leak and cliff to panic and indeed crash land. The plane crashes right in front of the gangster's getaway car as the driver bails. Cliff loses both the wheels in the impact and crashes, barely escaping as it blows up. However, this being Disney, we don't see the explosion. Blame! So Cliff has out with the two feds, one of which is Dick Warlock. Yes, folks, Michael Myers is in a bloody Disney movie. The other is Fetch, played by Ed Lauter, who Cliff knocks on his ass after he tells his crew and he tempts whistle for money from Uncle Sam because you're getting fuck all from the feds, even though the feds are Uncle Sam. Oh, no, moving on. Wait, hold on a minute here. The other fed is Wooly, played by James Han- Hantley who has to call Jedka Hoover to explain the gizmo they were chasing from the gangsters has been up in smoke, and indeed, so has another patrol car. So who the hell is Dick Warlock playing? Who cares? Cut to Howard Hughes. Yes, that Howard Hughes. Played by Terry O'Quinn, being told they have lost his prototype jetpack. So he tells some general and some government agents he has had enough of this shit and threw the blueprints into a fire. And why the hell am I getting Howard start from this Howard Hughes? Hmm. Cut to a Bigelow, played by John Paletto. He's the owner of the airport, 
who is demanding Cliff pays for the lost gasoline that blew up once the gangster crashed into it. It's about 300 gallons, costing over $2,000. The fuck? Anyway, he's squeezing them for that cash. He tells them to do some clown act, and he'll pay them 15 bucks per show, five of which will go to the bill. So once he pisses off, Cliff finds the real jetpack in a, the trashed plane. How did they get into his trash plane? How the fuck knows? Because the movie doesn't explain it. Moving on, this thing looks like Tony Stark has super glued two bloody bottle rockets together using sticky back plastic and hopes and dreams. Cliff then presses a button on it which causes it to fire into hangar in some truly awful blue screen effects. Where in the fuck did the money go? Cliff straps it on and BOOM! A hero is born! That night, Cliff and PV test fly it as cut to Eddie Valentine, played by Paul Severino. Putting the squeeze on Neville Sinclair, played by Tiffa Dalton. Think Errol Flynn, but lamer. Somehow these two are mixed up in the jetpack theft. Valentine isn't happy that he's down two goons and indeed the money that Sinclair promised him. However, grinning from ear to ear like a bloody bad Joker cosplayer, Sinclair tells Valentine the gizmo is indeed a rocket pack. Also, he'll get information from the goon in the hospital. Just leave it to him. As he holds Valentino at sword point. Fencing sword point at that. How fucking lame is that? Who in the hell wrote this bloody thing, by the way? Anyway, Valentine then demands triple his bill. So Sinclair lets them go. He then calls a hitman think Jaws but lamer, to take care of the goon in hospital. Because, you know, every single actor in Hollywood knows gangsters, hitmen and super secret government experiments. Hmm. Back to Cliff, who has dressed a wooden dummy with the, 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 the jetpack and it breaks the chain, causing it to crash in front of them as it flies off into the dark. Now see, that makes no bloody sense, because this thing this thing flies straight up into the air, yet it somehow comes behind them and crashes to the ground as it, ang it angles to hit them. So, who's controlling us? The fucking wooden dummy. Anyway, with that, Cliff goes up with a plan to make money, showing off the rocket pack. On to Jenny, played by Jenny, uh, Jennifer Conway, rather. Dressed to go out on a date with Cliff, she's his main squeeze. She is a wannabe actress, think Betty Page. He wants her to see some Jimmy Cagney movie, but she's having none of it. She wants to see Sinclair's latest movie, a war flick, not his usual rom-com shit. So off they go to see it, as during which the newsreel show footage of Hitler as he sends a Zeppelin over to the States on a quote-unquote world peace promotional tour. The fuck? This is supposed to be the Heidenberg, but this thing blew up in 1937, in May in fact. However, this is maybe 1938. Oops. Did the director do no fucking research then? Hmm. Cut to the hitman. I think this guy... I mean, I swear to God, this guy's supposed to be George Bill straight out of a bloody dick fucking Tracy. Anyway, he kills a goon in hospital, not before getting told where he had the jetpack. He then folds him like yesterday's laundry. On to Cliff with Jenny in a cafe, ripping into Sinclair's shitty Lou movie, with her getting more and more annoyed. As some old barstool drunk lets it slip Cliff... Uh, Cliff crashed the plane and is no longer racing in the Nationals. With that, Jenny dumps Cliff. Cliff then returns home to PV, who is building a helmet, and I'm not reading a thing into that one, 
Cliff then tells him Jenny has dumped his ass, as next morning, Cliff wakes up to a shiny helmet. Leave it. As PV has passed out on the sofa, cut to Sinclair on the set of one of his latest movies, buckling his swash, delivering truly awful lines, hamming up and chewing every inch of the scenery. Anyway, the actress that stole Jenny's part is god bloody awful, but she's the niece of the producer, so she got the part instead. Hollywood 101, it's not what you know, but whom you know. Anywho, Cliff shows up to collect Jenny. He sticks onto the set and knocks part of it over on top of Sinclair. He's then removed from the set and indeed Jenny is fired. Seems not only is a Sinclair guy dirty, he's a bad actor, but he can't be upstaged as he accidentally stabs the other actor who's playing the villain in the fucking shoulder. Because the upstaged him? What a complete arsewipe. Anyway, Sinclair overhears Cliff telling Jenny about the jetpack and now Sinclair is all poly wally and up Jenny's ass. Who then, of course, swoons over him because he's this great Hollywood actor. Get it. Sinclair gets her job back and asks her out to dinner. As back to Cliff, who is in a plane race. Now I'm getting the shitty NES flashbacks, my lord. Scratch that, he's late, so some old barstool drunk takes the biplane into the air in his place. He can't fly for a shit, however, so. Up flies Cliff using the rocket pack to save him. Here Valentino sees this, so does Bigelow, who passes it off as a stunt show. And how the fuck is this rocket pack not roast fucking Cliff's arse like yesterday's coffee, or today's coffee even? I mean, honestly, fucking god. Also, this thing has one teeny tiny little fuel cell, but it somehow don't refill this thing for three days. And by the way, these flying effects look beyond shit. Cliff saves the drunk last minute after falling from the plane numerous times because funny, haha, and this guy Cliff is about as agile as a fucking, oh, I don't know. Cliff then causes the plane to crash on top of another fuel truck, truck as it explodes, funny, haha. Cliff then flies off, the press and Valentine give chase. Cliff buzzes a passenger plane, because he's a fucking idiot, he causes the rocket pack to crash land as he presses the button and it stops the engine for some reason, blah 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 blah. He then crashes into a cornfield and some woman's washing and indeed finally into a lake where PV finds him again. Who wrote this and what the hell was this written for? This is beyond lame. PV and Cliff Bell get away from Valentine and has goons as they catch up with him in a matter of seconds. By the way, this is a 1938 car. What was the top speed? 10 miles an hour for crying out loud to catch up. Uh, moving on. So PV's truck stalls as Cliff uses a jetpack to speed off. Again, who wrote this and what was the thing for? Captain not only Sinclair finding out, but the press has indeed called Cliff the Rocketeer, but however, Hughes is now pissed off with the Feds. Later that night, the Feds find Big Bigelow dead in his office, folded in two. Uh, the hitman now has Clussy Cliff's address, so... I mean... Oh my god, he goes there to steal the rocket pack, which PV just happens to be working on right there and then. Right there in the fucking living room, not in a garage, but in a living room. Also... 
Peavy has their blueprints all of a sudden? Where the fuck the blueprints come from? Who cares? That man beats up Peavy. As Cliff arrives, he's next for a beating. The feds then show up and it's a shootout as the Freds spray and pray. That man gets away with the blueprints. So Cliff and Peavy get out the back door as... Oh my god, the fed shop, the fucking housemaker and Swiss cheese and collapses among itself. Funny bloody haha. Mm. Cut to Sinclair whining and dining Jenny, pumping her for information. Sinclair is pulled away by Valentine, so he leaves Jenny in the hands of W.C. Fields, played by Bob Lehman, who then purrs all over her. Meanwhile, Sinclair has to deal with a pissed off Valentine, who is pissed. Sinclair hired a hitman to take out one of his goons again who wrote this thing and what the fuck's it for back to cliff and pv they hear on the radio everyone is looking out for them and indeed the rocketeer is up the feds are after the rocketeer also for some fucking reason how the fuck wrote this crap it's unbelievable so pv wants to call the feds cliff says no not until he hears that big o is dead so then he calls him seconds later He's caught by Valentino's men. I mean, who wrote this? What the hell? The cafe they're hiding in. They all say they've never heard of Cliff, who just stands there as they tear up the bloody place and then hold PV over the hot plate. Our hero, folks. Our fucking hero. He does nothing until one calls Jenny. However, a jealous roommate answers, telling them she's on a date with Sinclair. So they leave, all but two. Now Cliff does something, knocking out one of them as the others take on the other douchebag good. He then flies off to save Jenny. Again, who wrote this and what was it written for? Back to Sinclair as he smoothies Jenny, taking her onto the dance floor. They dance just as Cliff shows up, dressed as a waiter, which he got after he stashed the jetpack in the washing room. The schmoozing continues as Sinclair pumps her for information. Cliff then serves them soup, which he spills everywhere, and this writing is beyond fucking dumb. Jenny then walks off to clean up. Cliff pulls her aside to explain everything and warn her she's in danger. He then tells her to run to her mother's house. As Valentino's men show up, so does Sinclair's hitman, who fights with Cliff. He gets away on his jetpack as he flies around the restaurant causing absolute fucking chaos crashing into every table and every person even a bloody ice uh, structure thing gets destroyed oh my god Jenny sees this and runs in to save him however she's caught by Valentino's men and runs straight into Sinclair who knocks her out using chloroform Jenny wakes up in Sinclair's bed and here she finds out he's a Nazi spy where did this Nazi spy shit come from? Who the fuck cares? Sinclair tries to smooth talk Jenny, but he's using lines from his movies, which she calls him out on and tells him to fuck off, basically. He then pulls out a see-through dress from his wardrobe and she tries it on. Why the fuck does he have woman's clothes? Mind you, who am I supposed to judge moving the fuck right on? She knocks him out and tries to escape. However, the hitman is waiting for her in the living room. She then finds his dirty little secret. He's a spy. She then steals the jetpack's blueprints. She then tries to call for help on the radio, but Sinclair catches her. As later that night, Cliff returns to the cafe, finding it completely empty. Valentine then calls him to tell him they have Jenny and meet them at 4am with the jetpack. 
at the observatory in Los Angeles. I can't remember it. What's that called? The Griffin Observatory? However, the Freds bust in and arrest him on the spot. Cut to Peeve telling Howard Hughes how he fixed the jetpack and indeed how he managed to make it fly in a straight line. As Cliff is taken to see them both, Cliff then begs Hughes to let him use the jetpack to get Jenny back, but he's having none of it. Hughes then tells him it's bigger than that. Hitler has some the same jetpack blueprint, but he has ironed out the bug shit, and when he's done, the war is over. Which, by the way, World War II didn't start until 1939, it's 1938. So when Hughes says no, Cliff escapes using the spruce goose, which he claims, quote, Son of a bitch, that will fly! This thing flew one time in 1937. Again, writer, do your fucking research! Anyway, the morning comes, Cliff shows up at the meeting point, as Sinclair shows up in, I swear to God, Goldfinger's Rolls Royce. With Sinclair there, Valentine is also waiting. He holds Jenny at gunpoint, so Cliff tells Valentine Sinclair is a Nazi. When Valentine pulls a gun on Sinclair, he shouts for backup and cue about a hundred stormtroopers. I kid you not, fucking Nazi stormtroopers. Oh my god. God. Then, out of nowhere, the fucking Heidenberg flies in. The feds show up, cue a gunfight, as Cliff then flies off. Sinclair gets away on the fucking fire trap that is a Zeppelin. Cliff flies up to rescue her, and he's as graceful as a newborn deer as he crashes into the tail end of it, ripping off the rudder. In he goes to take on Sinclair, and why am I getting a view to a kill flashbacks? After he throws, not Jaws, sorry, or the hitmen off the bloody airship. Cliff hands over the jetpack once he removes the gum which is hiding a bullet hole he got earlier as he was fighting the cafe. Sinclair then puts it on and blows himself sky high after a quick fist fight in which Sinclair hands Cliff his candy ass. Sinclair is on fire, he lands on the land part of Hollywood land, turning the sign into Hollywood, a Fire has broke out during a fist fight thanks to Jenny shooting a fucking flare gun and a fucking zeppelin. So the airship blows up a year after it did in real life in a completely different fucking city, mind. Luckily, Hughes and Peeve rescues Cliff and Jenny in a gyrocopter straight of fucking You Only Live Twice. The day is saved, Cliff gets the girl, history is rewritten, and I go off and kill myself because this movie's fucking awful. Credits mercilessly roll. So that was Rocketeer. What is with the James Bond nods? And this thing makes no fucking sense. Did you read history at Willy Nilly? Either that or the writer was too fucking lazy to do research. This is a prototype Iron Man done horrendously bad. Who in the hell was it written for? It's too dumb for anybody over 12, but it's too smart for anybody under 12. I mean, who in the hell was this written for? The effects look like shit. The acting is abysmal. And... Rocketeer has nothing. He is a clumsy, complete bloody idiot. Just avoid us at all costs. I'm going to give something a generous 1 out of 10. Still, I'll come back next week. As I look at the spirit, then the following week I look at... I have no idea yet, so find out. Don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod. Check out my superhero podcast of Iron Man, Superman, Thor, Batman and more. Also my solo superhero podcast of Supergirl, Catwoman, Blade, Barbed Wire and many, many, many more. A bye.